how many of you look on Pinterest? You use Pinterest because it is a place for inspiration. I hope you're all raising your hand. I'm definitely raising my hand. In fact, I'm raising two, wagging my fingers and saying, yes, me, 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 I love it. And it is a tool I often, often have my clients use. I do that because sometimes I see something that they don't. They might pin 20 images and they might all be different except for some common theme, common element that is weaving its way through all of them. They might not notice it, but I do. And that common theme is generally what defines your aesthetic. So teaching you how to do that is really powerful because you can start understanding what your aesthetic is. That's the goal, right? So that you can start understanding what that is so that you can make decisions moving forward. But sometimes you're on Pinterest and you are looking at all these inspiring images and you think, oh my goodness, this is so beautiful. Oh wait, but that one's beautiful. That one's beautiful. And you might narrow it down to just one. Narrow it down to one that you're going to take and recreate because you like everything in it. It's pretty. And you're going to put that image, that Pinterest perfect image recreated into your home. And I'm here to tell you today five reasons why I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think it's a good idea to take a Pinterest image and recreate the look in your own home. Very few people get that just right and have it play nicely with the rest of the stuff going on. But there are other things going on that I want you to be aware of. And if you are sitting here with your credit card out and your money out and you're ready to say, you know, I'm going to buy all the things because I like that image, hold the phone and I want you to listen. And call your grandma, call your mom, call your sister, call all of them who are about to do the same thing and say, girls, listen to this because there are five reasons why I think you shouldn't. And if you already have, if you've already taken the plunge and you've already done that, I want you to not worry because there are ways that just in case that room that you took it's a beautiful room, right? You got it, the image off of Pinterest and you've recreated it in your home. But just in case it doesn't play nicely, we're going to talk about how to identify if it does or if it doesn't and what to do to make it so that you don't have to start from scratch, but you can take what you have and you can remediate it. So are you interested? Are you curious? This one is a good one. I want you to grab a notebook. I want you to grab a paper and I want you to get cozy. Grab a tea, grab a drink and take some notes And then I want you to make sure you listen to the end because I have a surprise for you and it's so good. So good. All right. Enjoy today's show. We grew up with the phrase, home is where the heart is, but our culture has shifted and now the message is home should be Pinterest perfect. I'm calling BS on that message. Home. It's not about the stuff. It's about the story. And whether you know it or not, your home is a reflection of you and is already saying something. So what is it that you want it to say? Hey, I'm Danny, a former first grade teacher turned home decorator. Going from a dual income to a single income so I could stay home with my babies meant budget, like ramen eating, Goodwill shopping budget. And I learned a few things along the way, like how to bring big style to your home without breaking the bank. And I'm sharing it all with you tips, tricks, decor, and design advice so you can learn to tell your story with your style, where you can start living free from the Pinterest perfect trap and start living a life of intention. Welcome to Fig and Farm at Home, 
where we design happy living and where it doesn't have to be perfect to be beautiful. Today we're talking about Pinterest. You either love it or you hate it, or you spend a lot of time and you get lost in it. <laughs> oh, I love Pinterest. You know, anytime I have a party I'm planning for or even a room design I'm kind of thinking about, I go to Pinterest. I hope you do too, but I want you to be equipped to use it well, to use it to your advantage. And in episode seven, if you missed that, I gave you um, my, my top tips for how to use Pinterest as a tool instead of a trap when it comes to home design. Today, we're kind of breaking it down even more. We're talking about why Pinterest is awesome. It's it's super great as a, as a resource, but why I think you should not use a Pinterest image and copy it in home design. I've heard that so many times. I've heard this it is almost verbatim. You know, I don't know how to decorate my home, but I just found an image on Pinterest I love and I copied it. My bathroom looks just like that. My kitchen looks just like that. My insert the room and it looks just like that image on Pinterest. I have good news and I have bad news for you. If that is you one good news. Yay. You recognize you're starting to recognize and use Pinterest as a way to understand your aesthetic. Awesome. You're on the right track. But I have bad news and I have four pieces of bad news. And if that is you and you've already done that, that's okay. But here's why I think you should um, not just grab an image on Pinterest and copy it. Four reasons. I'm going backwards. I'm saving number one for last. Um, But I want to tell you a cautionary tale. A few years ago, I met with a new client and before we met and I went into her home, she showed me a few pictures of the direction she wanted to take her master bathroom. It was beautiful. She had some ideas of things that she wanted to do. And one of the pictures that she sent me was a bathroom she had already done. She had wonderful skills. Oh my gosh. She ripped out flooring. She did walls. She added new tile. She, and she did it all herself. I was super impressed. When I got to her home though, that bathroom stood out. It was gorgeous. It was beautiful. It was Pinterest worthy. It was magazine worthy. And it was very much on trend. It was very much whatever that year was we were in. But what I noticed was that that room stood out because it didn't really go with the rest of the house. When you walked into each room, each room had a very different style all its own. And there was nothing that was kind of tying it all together. It kind of looked like if I were to, I don't know, go jump in a plane and go from country to country to country to country. And I would see a different culture, a different landscape, a different, a different climate. I would see all of those things that make that country unique, but not a whole lot of similarity other than my plane trip to tie them all together. It was kind of like that in her home. It was gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. It was a lovely bathroom. And the way we were taking her other bathroom was in a similar, is a similar way. But when I talked to her about how she chose that design, you got it. You guessed it. She said she chose a picture on, on Pinterest and she recreated it in her home. Fantastic. That's great. She has an eye for style. She has an eye for something that she really, really enjoyed. And it was beautiful. It didn't go with the rest of the home and it stood out. 
that's my cautionary tale to you. And as we talk about the four reasons why you shouldn't just take a picture on Pinterest and copy it in your own home, I hope you pay attention. I hope you take some notes. I hope you are encouraged to not skip any steps. And I already want to make a correction because I said four reasons why, but I think I actually have five. So let's dive in. The fifth reason why you should not copy a Pinterest image. Following a Pinterest image means that you are likely following something that is on trend. Trends change about once every 10 years. So let's imagine you wanted to take a living room. You wanted to follow that Pinterest image that you found. You wanted to recreate it. Sometimes those images are so brand new, fresh. They're not images from 10 years ago, five years ago, whatever. They're so brand new, fresh. And that could be the thing that's catching your eye that you love so much. It's, it's new. It's different. It is something you're relating to because you're seeing that style all over social media, all over home design magazines. But let's say you do it. You have that brand new Pinterest copied living room. How likely are you going to be able to change the other rooms in your home to a similar style to make it look cohesive in a timely manner that they all get changed before the next trend changes? How likely is that going to be? When you take an image off of Pinterest and you do one room in your home, sometimes, although it looks beautiful, it can look like an island. It can look like that one country that we visited and it bears no connection to the other things that are surrounding it. Basically, cohesiveness. It lacks a cohesion that will take you seamlessly from room to room with color palette, with metal finishes, with wood finishes. It lacks that cohesiveness. And sometimes when you're stuck in home design, it is because of the, of the lack of cohesiveness. It is the lack of having, having it look like an intentional tied together home. And if you take an image off of Pinterest and copy it, you're only putting a band-aid on that problem. You will likely sit in that frustration and that scratching your head of how do I make my home look intentional, look like it's pulled together, look like it is doing its job. Even though you have that one room, it is a very pretty band-aid on that overall problem. The fourth reason why it's not a great idea to take an image off of Pinterest and copy it ties into what we just talked about. When it's time to make changes down the road or seasonally, how are you going to know how to shop for those changes? So here's what I mean by that. If you are taking that Pinterest image and you're copying it, you're not learning really the foundations of what your aesthetic is. You're not learning all of that. So you're still going to be stuck in that indecisiveness, in that overwhelm, because when it's time to go and make some changes, when styles change just a teeny tiny bit, when you grow tired of that art print that you put in because it was what you just copied, you're not going to know how to shop. You might go out, find something that you like and put it in your home and have it be a nice placeholder, but it might not be the right fit. It just might not be the right fit. It might be one of those things where you go out, you, you find something because it looks cute. It's something new that was put on the shelf by Shay McGee from Studio McGee or by hearth and hand at Target. It might be one of those things and it's cute. Don't get me wrong. It is a style that is cute, but you get it home, realize that doesn't work either. And so you are stuck wasting money. You're stuck in indecision and you're stuck still not quite understanding how to make those changes 
work in a way that is cohesive and plays nicely with the other things that you have considered important in your home design. The third reason why it's not a great idea to copy an image on Pinterest in your home is because it doesn't tell your story. It tells someone else's story. It tells someone else's idea of what they think is super important, what they want to highlight in their home, but it doesn't reflect you. It's like copying someone's paper in English. It's like asking someone to have them do your homework in math. It's not yours. It doesn't have your name on it. It doesn't have your personal stamp on it. It is not really a reflection of what your style is. And you can say, but Danny, there are pictures of my family in here. And so that is the part that's telling my story. And you would be absolutely right. Anything that is personal like that, if you have tchotchkes that are out that you collected on trips and things like that, of course, yes, that is your story. But that's not what I'm really talking about. Telling your story, of course, means a personalization, but it also means that if someone were to walk in that you hadn't seen for a really long time, and if they were to put to words what they're seeing in your home, it means that they are saying, oh my goodness, your living room looks just like you. It is infused with so much of your family story and, and personality that it reflects you. Think about it this way. If we were to take 20 images of living rooms and one of them was yours, but all of the others had a very different appearance to it, a very different visual, a very different feeling to it. And we were to give those 20 images to five of your closest friends to look at, would they be able to say without a doubt, this one is yours and it's yours because, oh my gosh, I just see you living there. I see, I see your style reflected back in this image that's staring me in the face. It's like, it's like a lineup. <laughs> would your friends be able to pick the one that was you? That's what I mean by telling your story. It is infused with your personality so much so that your friends would know without a shadow of doubt that you belong there. It is fancy. It is sassy. It is colorful. It is cozy. It is what, whatever that word is that describes you to a T would be reflected in that picture, in that image. Copying a Pinterest image to recreate in your home doesn't do that. You lose that personality, you lose that, you lose that feeling, you lose that personal connection. The second reason why you should not copy a Pinterest image to recreate in your home is something we've already talked about. And this is because it generally doesn't play nicely with the other things happening in your home. It's like that plane trip. It's like that island. It's like you are living with several different islands in your home and none of them are connected. It is not cohesive. Sometimes if you are lucky, you pick something to, to recreate and to copy that actually is. And I have good news for you. If that is the case, then you probably have a very good understanding of what your aesthetic is. But a lot of us don't. A lot of us miss that mark. And a lot of us have missed that entire first step of really doing the hard work to understand what our aesthetic is. And that is actually number one. The the most important reason why you should not copy an a Pinterest image to recreate in your home is because you are missing the mark on what your aesthetic is. It's because if you are not understanding the basics of what your personal style is, you are going to be left in indecision, overwhelm, wasting money, 
you might have a beautiful room. I don't want you to misunderstand that, but you're going to be missing the mark and really ending up stuck in that same place that got you there in the first place. Are you picturing a hamster wheel? Because you should. That's what happens when you're not sure what your aesthetic is and you go about home design and you pick and choose the things that are new on the shelf, the things that are popping up on social media images, the things that are really catching your eye, which is also a great thing, but you're just going to be stuck on that hamster wheel. And we want to flatten out that wheel. We want to create a home for you that is inviting, that is a reflection of you, that is a place where someone walks in and they know without a shadow of doubt that this is you. This is your home. This is where you belong. Okay, so let's recap. The top five reasons why I think creating a home based off of a Pinterest image is not a great idea. Going backwards, number five, because you're following a trend and following a trend generally leads to spending more money because the timeline that you have for your entire home, you're not going to be able to catch up. You're not going to be able to catch up. It's going to change. Trends are changing and they are fleeting. And by the time you get to the last room in your home, you're going to start all over again. Number four, you're not going to know how to shop. You, you will in the initial get-go, but once you are tired of that art piece, once you're tired of that one little element in there, you're going to want to change it. And you're going to be stuck in that same indecision and overwhelm that you have before. And when you're stuck in indecision and overwhelm, you generally end up spending money that, that is ultimately wasted and making decisions that are hasty or not quite right. Okay, number three, it doesn't tell your story. The personality is missing. The, the part of you that makes you wonderful and unique is missing. And guys, you know what? <laughs> Even your little personality, well, your big personality can be reflected in your bathroom of all places, in your laundry room, in your bedroom, in your living room. It doesn't have to just be on the front porch. It doesn't have to just be in the living room where common places are. Your personality can be infused in every room of your home, including the most mundane and the most seemingly boring. Number two, your room, even though it's beautiful, that Pinterest image you copied is beautiful, it's not playing nicely with the rest of the things in your home, the rest of the design that's happening in your home. And it's like an island. It is not cohesive. And the very last one, which ties it all together, is that you missed the most important part, and that is understanding your aesthetic. Because once you understand that, you're going to be this is a dramatic statement, but you'll be released from the overwhelm. You'll be released from the indecision, the indecisiveness. Uh, you'll have more confidence when you go about making changes in the future. And that, my dear, is powerful. And once you understand your aesthetic, it's going to transfer over to every room in your home, not just the one that you're wanting to copy from the Pinterest image. Okay, there we are. But I know some of you right now are either in one of three places. One is oh, this is fantastic news because you know what? I've been eyeing that image on Pinterest and I want to copy it, but I'm going to heed your warning, Danny. I'm going to go back and listen to episode seven, understanding my Pinterest. I'm going to start from scratch and thank you so much. You saved me a lot of time. Awesome. Okay. If that's you, yay. I'm so happy. I really, really am fantastic. Go run, go do your homework, Pinterest homework. But some of you aren't there. Some of you are in this other spot. 
you're in this crap. Um, I just did exactly what you said. I just copied an image I love. It is beautiful and I really, really love it. And now I'm questioning every single decision I'm making or every penny I spent and great. Now you're telling me that I have a bully, not in just in my room, but I have like a bully room in my home. Well, that's not great. That's disheartening. Okay. If that's you, I want you to sit tight for just one second because we're going to get to you. We're going to come back and I'm going to walk you back off that ledge. But the third person might be this one. Ah, I don't know if that's me or not. I just redid a room or I did a room a while ago and I love it, but ah, I don't know. Is it part of my aesthetic or is it not? I don't, I, uh, I don't know. Okay. You're in that same boat. We're going to talk to you and we're going to address some of the things that you can do to identify if maybe you have that bully room within your home and what to do about it. But the one thing I want to make certain is a couple things. One, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't panic. Don't second guess your decisions. But let's be mindful of decisions we did make and let's help them to play nicely with the other things you have happening in your home. So that's where we're going. So I'm going to walk you through three steps to take in order to either identify if you have that room that is kind of acting like an island and what to do about it. The ultimate goal here is to remember that repetition is the key to cohesion. It is the thing that we're going to be, well, repeating <laughs> throughout, okay? So the first thing I want you to think about is the foundation. Now, if I took everything out of that room and I broke it down to what is left, absolutely everything out of the room, I would have the foundation. I would have basically the floors, the ceiling, the walls, and the windows and the doors. That is the foundation of the room. Take a look at what's happening in the foundation of the room and is it playing nicely with the area that is adjacent to it? For example, in my client's home, when she had her, she redid her bathroom, she had tile floor and then adjacent to it was the hallway. Now, I already know and you, I hope you can remember that when you shut a door, it's good. You can kind of do lots of different things in there. You still want elements to be repeated when you open that door, but you have a little bit more wiggle room. You have a little bit more grace in order to play with design. But if those doors are not there and you are taking one room that is flowing seamlessly into another and that is your island within that open concept area, take note of what's happening with the foundation, the floor, the ceiling, the windows, the doors, what is happening? And of course the walls. The walls are going to be the thing that is probably going to tie things together most appropriately and easily. The flooring, that is a little bit harder. We all know that. The doors, those can be a little harder to replace too, but maybe the hardware is something that if there's different hardware on different doors, it's an easy fix. But the paint is the thing that is generally the the piece that is going to tie an open concept room together in a way that might not be otherwise. So look at the walls, look at the color. Is the color that is the island in the island in the room, is it playing nicely with the color that is happening elsewhere? And if not, is the color of the island in the room, is that color 
repeated somewhere else within your room, within your sight line? Is it repeated? Is it showing up somewhere else or is that color really dominating in a way that shouldn't be dominating, AKA a bully? And if it is a bully, we know how to remediate. We either remove or we repeat elements. So if that color from the island in the room is, is bullying everything else, add some other color. Add some pillows, add some texture, add some textiles, add some other elements that will repeat that color foundation. But the foundation of the room isn't always just the walls. That is the easiest fix, easiest remedy, but sometimes it's the flooring. What happens if you replaced some of the flooring in one area that actually is open and seamless into another area? That's a little harder to do, but can you lay down area rugs? Sure. Okay. You've taken a look at the foundation, and now we're going to look at the anchor pieces and the peripheral pieces. If you remember back, way back in maybe episode six or so, we talked about anchor pieces and peripheral pieces. Anchor pieces are the pieces that are either built in or they are too costly to exchange or replace every couple years. For example, like a couch, a bed, big pieces of furniture, table, that kind of thing. Peripheral pieces are the heavy hitters. These are the things that bring so much personality to your space that they can be changed out seasonally. They can be changed out rather quickly if your budget allows. Art pieces, lamps, things like that. So peripheral pieces are going to be the easiest things to change out here if what you're noticing within your room, when you start looking at your anchor pieces and peripheral pieces, if you start noticing that the, that there's an inconsistency, that actually the things that you brought in based on that Pinterest picture don't really play nicely with the other things, look at some of the peripheral pieces. Can any of those be moved to another area in your home? Maybe even exchanged with something that you had happening in another room so that the room that you just recreated based on an image of, on Pinterest isn't so heavily saturated with these new peripheral items. And again, alternately, if you keep everything that you put in there, in that room based on that Pinterest image, if you keep everything there and now look outwards into the other spaces, what is repeating? Are there any elements that are repeating throughout that adjacent area? And if the answer is no, then bring some elements into that other area that will repeat in order to make your room look cohesive so that the island isn't such an island. It has a bridge to the other areas in your home. The third thing I want you to think about as you're looking at those peripheral items is what kind of reflection of you is there? What kind of personality do you see in those items? And if you see nothing looking back at you thinking, I chose this only because I like it or the price was right. I chose this because, oh my gosh, this bird reminds me of that trip I took to that park in China, whatever. If it doesn't have that personal connection, if it doesn't infuse your personality into that space, maybe that is contributing to the idea that this new room area that you created based on that image is a little bit more of an island than it should be, a little bit more of a bully or an outlier. And we know what to do with those. We know we can remove or we can remediate. But looking at those preferred pieces and seeing if they, are they generic 
or is there any bit that has some sort of personality that, that reflects back to you? That's an easy fix. Okay, so there you have it. If you were sitting there on the edge thinking, crud, I just did exactly what Danny said not to, and I took that image off of Pinterest, I created my room around it, I still like it, but dang it, I didn't approach that correctly. Remember this. If you love it, fantastic. You love it. That is really what matters. That matters more than if you have a repeated element within your home. Remember that. But if you are left wondering, how can I make this new room or this new space feel a little bit more cohesive with what's already happening in my home? Think about repetition. Repetition is the key to having a cohesive space. And if you are still wondering, I don't know if that's me or not, I want you to book a call and I want you to have a chat with me. We can FaceTime. I can see your space live in person and we can have a chat about it so that I can start seeing what some of those common elements are and helping you to define your aesthetic. Because once you know that, girls, it is really, truly, um, it makes design choices a little bit easier moving forward. And that's what I want for you. All right, girls, I have one more thing for you before we go. If you have been wondering and thinking and kind of contemplating, maybe I should reach out and work with Danny. Maybe I should reach out and book a call or book a room edit or dang, have her create the whole mood board and I shop from the mood board or those classes she's been talking about. If you have been thinking about that at all, here's what I want you to do. I want you to mark your calendar for next week, next Monday. And I want you to pop on over to my Facebook group or send me an email straight away so that you can get on my email list because you are not going to want to miss out on what Fig and Farm at Home has to offer this holiday season. It's a big one. It's a good one. <laughs> and I don't want you to miss out. So if you are not already on my email list, you need to be. You can get there by just emailing me or by joining my Facebook group. I'll put both of those in my show notes, but I don't want you to miss out. If you have been on the fence, if you've been wondering, should you, should you, or could you afford a service? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely anyway, but definitely on Monday. Bye for now. Hey, real quick before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's podcast, would you head over to iTunes to Fig and Farm at Home and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of mamas who are learning to be intentional storytellers within their own homes, join us at bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. There's always more room at the table. See you soon.